seven-star champions are incoming. And here's what I got to say about that. This is the MCOCME podcast, and I'm your host, Zach Rossi. Hello from Warwick, England, here in the UK, obviously. Uh, it's been uh, kind of an eventful few days here. I've been doing prep for the upcoming Rammstein tour, but uh, the big thing was that my flight over here was massively delayed several times, and one of my bags didn't make it. And it was the bag that had all my clothes for the next three months. So I was three days without my bag. I was literally wearing the clothes on my back and in a professional setting looking like a complete chump. But I did get my bag. However, United Airlines broke my handle. Oh, well. Luckily, I got my clothes, and that's the big thing. That's all I care about. But enough about that. On to... Today, well, rather tonight where I am, uh, tonight's topic of seven-star champions. Now, I know that we are all excited about the incoming seven-star champions. We've all seen what the pool looks like. It To me, it's it's okay. I mean, there's some pretty good options within that pool. But after kind of ruminating and just observing what's going on in the game and seeing how the game is evolving, how in-game currency is becoming uh, just more and more... Uh, accessible for different players. I was thinking about how seven stars are really going to impact the game for you know the present and for the future. And to be honest, and I may be the only one in the boat that has this opinion, I'm kind of lukewarm about seven star champions. And here's why. I think the game right now, in terms of the... I'm going to call it the star tier of champions. I feel like six stars have been just a solid number. I just feel like six star champions, that's like where the ceiling of the game is like really, really good. Now we're pushing it one step higher with seven. And, you know, for a lot of players, that's going to be a very big hill to climb, especially if you're new or if you're progressing. You know, maybe you haven't gotten through act five or act six or even act seven or eight yet. So you probably haven't even acquired your first like big time six star champion or even just a few of those or even like really amassed enough to make your five star pool worthwhile. And the thing is with the seven star champions, I just feel like it's a really good idea on paper. But I have to ask this, how much further are we going to push that ceiling? We've already pushed it with five-star champions and six-star champions, which I thought, you know, six was great. Six is, is, is a great place to have champions. I feel like having a really solid roster of five and six-star champions can get you through a lot of content, especially in Act 7 and Act 8 where you are getting bonuses for six-star uh, champions. But with seven, I mean... I don't know. I just feel kind of like it's 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 okay. Like I said, I'm just kind of lukewarm about it. And and here's why. And I was kind of tinkering around with my roster the other day, and there was something that I saw that really kind of piqued my interest in terms of champion PI and also just how you know different champions when they come into the game can really sort of supersede other champions of a higher rarity and rank. Take, for example, uh, in my five-star roster, I have a Spider-Man Supreme, which is the 
really cool mystic version of Spider-Man symbiote, which is, I love him. He's a really fun champion, uh, did a really, a lot of good work for me in the Eternity of Pain Spider-Verse challenge. And I ranked him up to rank five, really cool. And right now he's sitting at about, I think like 140 on his SIG ability. And here's the cool thing. If I were to show you guys like a screenshot of my champion roster, he is actually kind of in a really cool spot where he is actually jumping ahead of some maxed out rank two champions that I have as six stars. And that's just at a rank five, five, 140 SIG position. And that's really neat because if you do have a lot of six-star champions, you're kind of overlooking your five-star champions sometimes, but when you kind of see how they sort of jockey themselves in a position where they can jump over the rank twos, which do take some, you know, quite a bit of materials, resources, and time and effort to get, and also rank up, you kind of look at it like, ooh, that's kind of cool. That's really interesting that this champion can sort of find his way in the mix of my six-star roster. And the funny thing about that is, when I'm looking at seven-star champions that are incoming, I just, you know, what is it going to take to really rank up these champions? Where are they going to fall in the PI? And also, let's just say you pop open that first seven-star champion, and it is a, and it's a champion that really needs an awakening to be good. And you don't have enough shards, and you're going to be chasing for a long time. I don't know. That process to me, I, I'm kind of over it. I I like it when... I can really just hone in on my roster and I can just awaken this champion. I have awakening gems in the bank if I want to use them and spend them on like the right champion or champions. And I just, like I said, I just feel like right now I don't really have a whole lot of six-star champions that I'm kind of really, I would say, ranking up because of where, where they are in my roster. I like where everybody is. I mean, I am sitting on a rank four to five gem, and I don't know who to use it on yet. It's it's a mystic, so I'm kind of torn between either like a Black Widow Clairvoyant or a, or a Doctor Doom. But either way, it's like my rank four number of champions is not that big, but my rank you know one through three are pretty sizable. I would say like if I were to put them in a um, in a lowest to highest, I would say my lowest would be rank one. Second highest would be rank three and then rank two I just have a lot of rank two champions and they still get a lot of good work done and also like I was saying some of my uh five-star champions who are rank five five who either have their sig abilities maxed out or at a very high sig level they're kind of fitting in that mix as well with my rank twos so it's a nice balance of things now with seven-star champions I mean cool that one seven-star champion that I may get he or she may kind of you know find their way I don't know maybe in between two to three which is really cool but what I want to know is, and this is where I was kind of making the whole thing of like the, the present to the, you know, to the future is with these seven star champions, that's really going to change the economy of the game. And we're already starting to see it now, especially with the fact that um, last month's side event, you could get a class awakening gem. This month, I believe if you are doing the, um, the Guardians of the Galaxy side event there, you will also be able to obtain another Six star awakening gem. So Kabam is kind of giving these out. They're also giving out a lot of five star awakening gems as well, and they've been doing that for a while. So, with that in mind, you have to wonder how hard 
or rather, what is it going to take to just get a seven-star champion from rank one to rank two? Now, I remember when I got my first six-star champion, just getting from rank one to rank two was a very big, big accomplishment. You know, you get the throne breaker title for all that good stuff. Actually, and, you know, that for me was kind of a, um, that was something that I really had my, my, my eyes on. I really wanted to get a, you know, a six-star champion up to, you know, rank two to rank three and really just kind of be like, hey, I got some, you know, I got something really good going on in my roster. And it was fun. It was fun chasing different champions. It was fun building that roster. It was just a really good experience to take, you know, time and quests and other events and really just make my roster grow. With the seven stars incoming, I mean, do a lot of players really want to go back to doing that? I know that the whales are going to do that. And a lot of the heavy hitters in the community are going to do that as well. But maybe for a casual player like myself, I don't know. If I get my hands on, say, one or two uh, seven-star champions, which I think I can get based on the amount of shards that I have, I think it'll just be kind of one of those things where I'm like, okay, cool. I have a seven-star champion, but you're going to have to do the math with your resources and also with your inventory. Are you going to put them into your six-star roster? Or maybe that one or two seven-star champions that you just happen to get because you have enough. And I think that's going to be a very big, I would say, division amongst a lot of players and also kind of like a big, a big fork in the road as well. Because, you know, if you're really hoeing and humming on content and you're getting a lot of six-star shards, then by all means, just go ahead and do that. But if... Seven-star shards are hard for you to get right now. If you're not really having the best time of doing that, look, don't worry. Like I said, the economy of the game is always changing. It's going to eventually change to a point where it's going to be giving out seven-star shards for a bunch of champions. Hell, even maybe just like, you know, here's a seven-star crystal. Pop it open to see what you get. But to kind of wrap this up, you know, as we kind of look at the game right now, we all remember the days when we started with like the one and the two-star champions, and then when you got a three-star champion, it was like, ooh, this is kind of cool. Then you got a four-star champion, it was like, ooh, now I'm like really kind of getting some cool stuff. But then all of a sudden, you forget about your, your one-star champions, and your two-star champions are kind of there, but not really. But then all of a sudden, you're moving up to five-star champions, and then you, you know so on and so forth, and you're forgetting about those lower tiers. Like I still use my three- and four-star champions in... Some of the arenas, if I just want to go ahead and just try to get some, you know, easy rewards and some easy units and stuff like that. But mainly the way that I play right now, I'm focusing on five and six star champions. And I think a lot of players are doing the same thing as well. Like I don't really ever touch anything below five star unless it's a specific arena or a specific piece of content that's like, hey, we are granting bonuses to one and two star champions, maybe even you know, if there's like a Karina's challenge where it's like, hey, you have to use a three-star champion or a four-star champion uh, or champions of this kind to get the, the job done, much like in Karina's Challenge Volume 1. So, you know, I, I just think that, you know, especially with the fact that you can't sell champions anymore, you have to wonder, like, how much of your roster is going to be so overwhelming with champions that you aren't using? Just kind of throwing that out there. I mean, I don't really use my one or two star champions anymore unless I'm required to. And that's the key word, required. 
Because right now, as it stands, like I just got done playing a little bit of some uh, Cav or some yeah Thronebreaker EQ, excuse me. And if you were to look at the champions that I'm taking, the majority of them six star champions, maybe like a five star champion just to kind of shake things up for a really good counter or if there's a boss fight that is like, oh, this is really specific and I don't have that champion as a six star, but I have them as a five star at a really high awakened ability. But to kind of wrap this up, like, I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, crap on the incoming seven star champions. Like I said, I it's lukewarm. I'm definitely going to pull a crystal just to kind of see who I get. If it's somebody that is, you know, really good right out of the crystal. All right, cool. Then I'm, I'm happy with that. But if it's going to be one of those champions where I got to chase them down to get an awakened ability, I'm probably not going to do anything because I just, I just don't want to. I would just rather keep on building and awakening my six-star roster. There's definitely a lot of champions that I don't have as six-stars that would be really cool to get, like uh, Wakan or Wong. Uh, future Ant-Man would be really cool. Definitely chasing Shuri. Baron Zemo would be great. Um, trying to awaken Mantis, even though she doesn't need the awaken ability. But, you know, like I said, there's still champions that I want to get. And there's also parts of my inventory as well that I would like to use for resources and maybe make a couple of champions stronger but you know we'll see what happens and that's going to be decided on wednesday may 8th i believe no 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 no. what's today today's the fifth so they're coming out on tuesday may 8th i or wait hold on saturday's the sixth sunday's sunday's the seventh Monday. <laughs> Monday is May 8th. I am so out of it, guys. I mean, you know, like I said, I've had a pretty uh, pretty long couple days, especially with uh, losing my bag and travel delays, and a, you know, which turned into a 24-hour travel day. It was a nightmare. But anyway, um, going to get my act together. But uh, yeah, it's, you know, we'll see what happens come May 8th. And uh, for my buddies here in the UK, uh, tomorrow is Coronation Day. Really cool to be kind of in the country for that. I'm about maybe two hours outside of London, so a little bit of a drive to get there, but I uh, think I'm going to kind of take it easy tomorrow. We've had a really couple busy days of prep getting this tour going, but can't wait for it. We start uh, rehearsals next week, and it's going to be a blast, literally and figuratively. But uh, let me know what you all think about the incoming seven stars. I'm really curious to kind of hear different opinions on this whole thing. I think you know the community is really, as a whole – we're all kind of waiting for this thing to go live to see what happens. I know a lot of people are going to be posting screenshots of their champions, either with, uh, you know, jubilation or with disappointment. So uh, we will see what happens come Monday, May 8th. But uh, take care of your mind, your body, and your finances out there. And I'm going to try to get some episodes going here in different hotel rooms all across Europe. And uh, if you are a European listener, and if you are attending a Ramstein concert, let me know. Let's say hi to each other and, you know, connect in real life. I think it'd be really cool. But I will talk to you all next time on the MCOCME podcast.